Hello, welcome to New Life Living, a podcast sponsored by New Life Tabernacle in Price, Texas, where we're trying to seek a great life while living for God. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 talks about being a new creature, but I'm here to tell us a new creature still can have some old bad habits, and we're trying to figure out how in the world do we live a great life while we live for God. Hey, I'm your host, Pastor Randy Hennigan, and um, you'll find New Life Tabernacle here in Price at 3635 Highway 42 South, and Easy to find. Uh, this morning, I'd like to um, I'd like to address a thought that many many times uh, you hear it done all kind of different ways. But most of the time, I think uh, we we associate it with sin and those types of things, and 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 rightfully so. But I just want to ask the question today: At what cost? At what cost? Or what is the cost. I was holding a conversation with uh, one of the men here in the church, and we were talking about a situation that was going on, and uh, we were talking about how so many times it see it seems as if you know people will make decisions in their life about all kind of different stuff, and uh, it's almost like they don't count those costs before they make a decision. You know, knee jerk kind of reaction, all those kind of things, and got me to thinking so while we were talking i was writing some things down and uh i i, I began to think about how it's normal human nature it seems like what is cost anyway what what what's the definition of cost and uh i think it most boils down to any kind of a loss or an expense uh of any kind that is associated with something and um it's it's something that is required that has to be given that has to be uh, either handed over or something happens it's given to uh, acquire something and um, one of the things I believe that's important in understanding how we how we live is that we need to always remember that what we do what we say what we what we do in our actions what we uh, think even. Uh, always cost us something, and here's where I believe that so many times we we hear a, a discussion about cost, and it and it it takes on a negative connotation. But that's not really the case, and it's not what I'm here to uh, to to try to get across today. Uh, cost is just it's what it is. If you've ever been in business, I've been fortunate to have owned a business or two. Uh, obviously, pastoring churches is um, uh, basically a business in a lot of a lot of cases. I've run some, you know, uh, very large corporations, and uh, in doing so, you realize very swiftly that to operate in any form or fashion, to operate any kind of a business, there's a cost associated with that. There's a cost of materials. There's a cost of labor. There's a cost of you know uh, buildings and, and, and capital and all of this stuff. There's always a cost in everything that we do. There is nothing that we do that doesn't have some kind of a cost associated with it. So the question becomes: understanding that cost is something that's always there. 
then is the value of what I'm getting worth the cost that I'm paying? Uh, I, I, easiest way to explain that is, um, uh, you know, there's things that we do in our lives that cost us more than what some other people might would be willing to pay, right? If uh, It's just like uh, buying a Jeep or a Harley or a bass boat. There are costs associated with owning these types of equipment. And many people will say, well, I wouldn't buy a Jeep. I wouldn't buy a Harley. I wouldn't buy a boat. They're just money pits, big hole you throw money into. And for lack of better, uh, a better argument, I'm not even going to argue because uh, Harley-Davidson HD stands for $100. If you ever went to a Harley shop, there's nothing in there hardly less than $100. And uh, it costs you something. It costs you more to work on a Jeep. It costs you more to work on a Harley. It costs you more to, to work on a bass boat. And they, they, they may even break down. At a, at a, but yet there's a value that I find in those things. And I have all of those things. I don't have a big bass boat at the moment, but I've had one. Uh, had a had a Carvet. Uh, I don't need to buy me a Carvet. Uh, I've already had one of those. I've got that out of my system. But I own a couple of Harleys and I own a Jeep. And don't plan on getting rid of uh, a Harley and a Jeep. Plan on having a Harley and a Jeep until I can't ride no more or drive anymore. And uh, there's a value associated with that that for me is worth the cost of keeping them up. And uh, to me, that value is not necessarily a monetary value. It's a feeling. It's a uh, sometimes it's 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 a it's a prestige thing. And you say, well, you're not supposed. To, I didn't say prideful. Uh, I said a prestige thing. I like to say I own a Harley. I like the sound of a Harley. It's the reason I don't own a Goldwing. I can't get a Goldwing to sound like a Harley. Uh, if I could, I might would own a Goldwing. Uh, I like the value when I walk outside and see old Mamba uh, sitting over there on the carport, knowing I can go over there, crank on the throttle, hit that starter button. That's just, that's a value to me. What we view as valuable will always dictate our acceptance of the cost that's associated with it. Some people say, there's no way I'd spend you know, $25,000 on a motorcycle. It's only got half the wheels of a car. I get that. But that same person may go out and decide, well, I want to buy, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out and buy a Mercedes Benz. Well, I wouldn't buy a Mercedes Benz because I think you're paying too much money for the same thing you can buy in a Chevrolet or a Ford or a Dodge or, or a, a, a Honda. Um, what we view as valuable so everybody's view of what is valuable is different. I look at our lives and I can tell you what you view as valuable by the decisions you make, by the acceptance of the cost that it costs you. Uh, you know, I, I've got friends of mine, good friends of mine, really, and uh, acquaintances as well that, uh, you know, they, they, they're not church-going folks and and they view a, a, a night out on the town as something very important. You know, they'll plan their Friday night out or their Saturdays out, or uh, they'll plan this bar and then we're going to go to that bar. And, and you know, I look at what they do, and then come Monday when they're hungover and their head's hurting, 
or 10 years down the road when their liver's shot, uh, I go, was the value worth the cost? Uh, they view it as valuable. They view it as something that's acceptable. They view it as an accepted uh, price to pay, cost to pay, to have a good time, as it were. I don't view it that way. Am I right? Are they right? Well, that's we'll leave that up to God to determine. But I look at a lot of people's lives and I go, you know, you could save yourself a lot of heartache by rearranging what you think is valuable. Sin always costs us a lot of stuff. Sin always does. And, and sin costs us things that, that sometimes is not monetary. It costs us, you know, feelings. It costs us family. It does all these kind of things. And I believe you have to count the cost to judge the value. I believe you have to look at what you're going to do and take a look at what it's going to cost you uh, before you can ever come up with how valuable that is to you. Is it worth whatever it is you're fixing to do? Is it worth... To, to, to get some expected or, or some anticipated ends or some anticipated reward. Uh, I look at our lives, and this podcast is about how, how to live a great life. We're trying to live a better life, a great life while we're living for God. And, and I believe sometimes we leave a great life on the table because we make bad choices. We, we have a, a skewed sense of value. Uh, I... I for the golfers that might would be listening, there's the thing going on right now where just this past week you had a, a big merger plan and it come out that the PGA and the DP Tour and the, uh, Live Golf and all this is going to combine. And, 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 and there's a whole big argument going on about all that. And hey, I get that. I, 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 I'm finding it interesting to watch and see because – uh, I fall on the side, I think I fall on the side of the PGA players who stay with the PGA. I think there's some tradition that's being lost, and I don't trust the Saudis. I don't trust their money. I don't trust what their end game is. And and uh, I look at what is going on, and somebody somewhere, some CEO, uh, Jay Monahan, any of these guys that are involved with the tour, the, the, the guy from Live they have sat down and they have counted cost and they've judged some value and they they have come up with a plan that whatever it's going to cost everybody involved they're saying it's going to be worth this value that we perceive in the future whether that comes to fruition or not we don't know because none of us are able to predict the future what I am happy to, to, to understand and to, and to be able to say today is I serve the one who can predict the future. Uh, God has this way of, of letting us know if you live right, you're going to wind up having some good things in your life. Your life's going to be blessed. Your life's going to be uh, blessed uh, beyond measure in many cases because I'm choosing to do the right thing. And so... What it's going to cost me is going to cost me my sacrifice. It's going to cost me my will. It's going to cost me my, uh, sometimes even my own will and understanding because God may want me to do something that I just don't understand or I can't see uh, the end at the moment. The Bible talks about seeing through a glass darkly. And uh, that that's a, that's a scary place to be. Why? Because I'm sitting here trying to count the cost, but I don't know how much value I'm going to get out of it. Could I tell you today that living for God is always worth the cost of living for God? There's nothing that He's asked me to do that was not worth 
the value of eternal life. Do you realize that God came down, wrapped himself in flesh for you and me? Living for God should be a great life. Living for God should be uh, a life that's, uh, that's beyond blessed. And I believe that should be the case. We just sometimes muddle the waters a little bit because we don't understand the value of that life. We, we don't quite see that value. We look through the glass darkly. Folks, I'm here to tell you today, if you could somehow, somehow count the cost and really realize how much the cost, it's not much really. You see, he died on the cross so I didn't have to. I don't have to pay that cost. In, in, in living for God, my cost is really pretty small compared to what I should be paying, compared to what I should be having to do. I should be, I, I mean, really, to, 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 to mess up, to fall, to fail, to make a mistake, and to do nothing more than have to say, you know what, Lord, I need, some, I need you to shed your blood back in my life. I need you to forgive me. And that's all it takes. Folks, that's all it takes. You can hear a lot of other stuff out there. You can hear, it doesn't take penance. It don't take a hundred Hail Marys. It don't take a thousand Our Fathers. It the Bible tells me I have access to the throne room. I have access straight to God. When I go to Him and I say, Lord, I need you to work on my behalf. I need you to forgive me. The Bible says He automatically does that. He covers me the blood, and the Bible talks about how the sin's not even remembered. They nobody. Rem- I tell people all the time, don't come and confess your sin to me. If you feel like it's something you got to do, I understand that. I hold that in confidence. I, I I get that, but I don't need to know it. Sometimes people need to express it because it's something that's cathartic in a way, and, and they need to get it out. I, I get that, but that Bible doesn't tell me I got. I need to just spread all my bad news all over the place. Confess your sins to Him. You know, if you're having some trouble, you're struggling in some way, yeah, maybe that's something you want to, hey, look, I'm struggling here in this area. Could you help me? I, I get that, but sometimes we let Satan come along and he and he devalues our relationship by causing us to over-see or over uh, um I guess, value the cost when really the cost in living for God is so, so very small. It's small. All I have to do is worship Him. All I have to do is trust and believe. All I have to do is is build a relationship. Do you realize that doesn't really cost you much except your own will? It costs you a little time, potentially. It costs you uh, some effort to study to show yourself approved. And think about it, folks. That's really what it's all about. Count the cost so that you understand the value. And when you do, the value of living for God is so much greater than any cost that you could ever have to pay. Look, this whole day, this whole podcast is about how to... Re- to, to really live a great life living for God. I want you to go out there and do that. Look, New Life Tabernacle, this has been Pastor Randy Hennigan. Find us, 3635 Highway 42 South in Price, Texas. Look us up on Facebook. we got a Facebook presence. Look us up on YouTube. We love you. We appreciate you. What I want you to do is realize you can live a great life too. Just go out there and live for God.
God bless you.